The Nike EYBL tournament is always one of the most coveted high school programs and events of the year. Who are some of the standouts and who do you need to know for future drafts, including Bronny James and Gigi Jackson, who just reclassified into the upcoming class coming up on Locked On NBA Big Board. You are Locked On NBA Big Board, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What is up? My name is Richard Stamen. You might know me better on Twitter as at Mavs Draft. I'm a media credentialed uh, person, I guess, for college basketball and media credential at, at um, TCU and some other colleges around the country. Uh, thank you. I want to say thank you to everybody for listening on a Friday. Uh, and it's coming out a little bit late, so I apologize, but I've been catching up on EYBL and everything. It's been dominating all week at Peach Jam out in Savannah. Uh, I think it's in Georgia. It might be technically in South Carolina. It's right on the border. But thank you for making Locked On NBA Big Board a late first listen of the day. Really appreciate that and appreciate your continued support. And now what is our driest time where there's not a ton of content going on right now. It really means a lot that you're still listening. Uh, and hopefully, you know, this is still a good enough episode. You come back next week when Raphael comes back. But um, again, my name is Richard Stamen. I'm just going to talk about EYBL today. It's been, if you follow me on Twitter, it's like all I've tweeted about. Um, so I, I feel like elaborating on why it's so important to me. Uh, and why it should be important to you is something I plan to do. So let's start with, uh, you know, the the obvious one you probably, if you have notifications on your phone from Bleacher Report, ESPN, anything like that, you've probably seen notifications about Bronny James. That's LeBron James Jr., LeBron James' son, obviously uh, not the most common name. So um, he, he has been the real deal. Upcoming before this year, uh, you know, a lot of the talk was, it, would he be anything if he didn't have the name attached you know, he's a 6'3 guard, 190 pounds, like top 50 recruit. Could be anything. Uh, some people think that he's, you know, just because he's got the hype because of his dad. But I actually think the talent is very real. He might get a little bit more benefit of the doubt because of who his dad is, being one of the very greatest players to ever touch a basketball. But Bronny has his own legacy to build. And I think it's a realistic path to getting there. I don't know what his star upside really looks like, but you know, you look at somebody who can shoot the ball. I mean, his shooting ability is borderline advanced or um, he's mastered it almost at such a young age. He's 17. Um, so he's really young. He's been playing in the EYBL Nike circuits for quite a bit. Uh, obviously, his dad is sponsored by Nike, so he's always going to head out that way. But I mean, even just in his last game yesterday on Thursday, he had a good competition. Um, he went up against Milan Momsilovic, who... Uh, he is somebody else to watch. I think he's like a top 25 recruit, uh, just really gifted, big scorer. But going back to Bronny, I mean, he just dropped um, 25 points, five assists, 10 rebounds, like in his sleep. And it's crazy because that shot is so ridiculous. Like I've tweeted it before. And if you haven't seen it, I just, you can probably find it anywhere from anybody. But Bronny's shot is so real. He has incredible range. He shoots from deep off the dribble spot up. Doesn't really matter. He can shoot quick and over defenses. And on top of that, he's got good vision. Uh, Apple doesn't fall far from the tree at all. LeBron James obviously is one of the greatest passers to ever uh, in the history of the game. So he he got that skill too. I'm sure his dad taught him well. But just he he makes quick reads. And on top of that, like he's athletic. He can finish. He, he's shifty. Really checks the boxes. I think he's definitely an NBA player. You know, the big thing around him now, which honestly, it's almost unfair pressure to him, is 
his dad said, Hey, I'm going to, I want to play with my son when he's draft eligible, which is likely in 2024. So we got two more years, which might mean the end of LeBron's time is coming, which is crazy because he's still a top five, top 10 player. So uh, that that's a whole nother can of worms, but Bronny is really talented. I, I highly recommend watching his game just because offensively, there's just not much wrong with him. Uh, there's, he still needs to, you know, become great at some things, but you look at just skill and having that foundation, he definitely does have that. And to me, that's important when you're looking at a top 50 recruit, uh, having just a ton of skills to build on as he enters his final year of high school. And eventually, who knows if he goes to college, if he uh, is the first LeBron James to go to Ohio State or something, um, which I'll talk more about Ohio State because they have a ton of talent in this tournament. But, uh, you know, whether he goes to college or the G League, uh, he's going to get a microscope put on him. And having those skills to be able to escape pressure, escape traps, anything like that, it's going to be really important for him. So uh, Bronny is somebody to watch. Just quick touching on him. Also want to touch on Gigi Jackson. I think he's somebody else who people need to know about. I still am doing my research on him. I'm not an expert in him. Uh, but you look at you look at just the raw skill. He is probably a top five prospect now for the 2023 NBA draft. Uh, he just reclassified into the 2022 recruiting class uh, but he's about 610 if i'm not mistaken uh 69 610 somewhere in that ballpark weighs 210 pounds he was the number two recruit for the 2023 class and his ability just to score and do almost anything on the basketball court is very obvious uh, i i personally probably would have had him number one dj wagner is the consensus number one i i don't have him uh number one myself but I, I think when you look at Gigi Jackson and what he brings, we just saw a 6'9", 6'10", 6'11", whatever you want to call him, score, go number one overall to the Orlando Magic and Paolo Boncaro. Gigi Jackson has a path to that too. I don't know what his college performance will look like. He's going to an odd situation. Uh, we've seen this before. Ben Simmons, Markel Fultz went to bad teams. Who knows what South Carolina will look like. That's where Gigi Jackson committed to. He was committed to North Carolina. All at once, he reclassified, decommitted, and then committed to South Carolina, but you look at somebody who's going to be at the top of the draft can do just about anything on offense, really skilled as a scorer, athletic. Uh, he's very intriguing. He has guard skills. And when you're, when you're that big and you have guard skills, it automatically puts you at the top. Like that is something like advanced guard skills. And I don't know, I think he's somebody who's going to really stand out, but those are the two biggest names playing at EYBL, even though he's reclassified, you don't really see seniors play in these tournaments because 17 and under, uh, but he is still playing and he has been dominating. He's averaging a double double through the first few games. I don't know what he's at now. It's hard to, you have to manually do the stats for EYBL, but uh, he's been dominating. So big fan of him. Uh, but also want to talk about some of the other guys who have stood out like DJ Wagner, some of the Ohio state guys, uh, Mackenzie Mgop. Uh, I can't really say his name. I should have prepared before I did this, but M Mbako, uh, he's really talented plays with DJ Wagner, Caleb Foster, uh, and a bunch of NBA alum, their, all, uh, their, their sons are all playing in this tournament too. There's a ton of names. Uh, but first, let me tell you about Bet Online. While you can't bet on the EYBL at Bet Online, Bet Online is the fastest and easiest way to check in on all your betting needs for any sports, any professional sports or college sports, anything like that, for betting lines, odds, and just overall games. You can also find reviews of every league and news, including MLB. The NFL is coming up. Uh, I think the Hall of Fame game is just in a week or two. 
Uh, NBA is obviously in the offseason, but when that comes back, that in NHL, you'll be able to find that as well. Esports, combat sports, golf. Golf is a year-round sport, so you can use that. Bet Online continues to be the top online resource for all your sports wagering information from live in-game betting, scores, and podcasts they have you covered. So head online to bet, uh, excuse me, head to bet online today or use your phone to learn more about the action happening today. Bet online where the game starts. So again, my name is Richard Stamen. I'm filling in for the one and only Rafael Barlow as he is on uh, absence, I guess on leave for a very happy reason, just had his, uh, a, a kid. So very happy for him. Uh, send him your congratulations. Uh, he'll be back. I want to say next week, might be a week after uh, giving him as much time as he wants to spend time as a father. So don't blame him, but uh, so you're stuck with me in the meantime, but some other guys that have stood out, I, this blew my mind watching EYBL. There were four names I saw where I was like, I know this, I know this name. I've seen this before. There's a lot of alumni from NBA, from NFL sons, even like that. Like for example, Edgerin James Jr. If you remember him, I'm a Miami fan. So like I very vividly remember him and I've met him before. Um, his son, Edgar and James Jr., uh, he goes by the nickname Jizzle James. He is dominating EYBL. He's one of the best scorers, one of the best assist, uh, assisters, I guess, is the right word for it, but top assist man in EYBL and across the Peach Jam. He's just been so good. I'm a big fan of him. He can use his left hand just as well as his right hand, completely ambidextrous. And uh, that was something, you know, when you're, when you're a playmaker and a slasher, you need that left hand or that off hand. If you're left hand, you need the right hand. We saw that with um, Jalen Williams, who just went lottery to Oklahoma City. Uh, that's kind of ambiguous because both Jalen Williams went to Oklahoma City, but from Santa Clara, that was a huge selling point for him was his game was predicated on using both hands to get to the basket, completely unpredictable. And when you have that ambidexterity that young, like Edron James Jr. is 17 years old and he's already complete. Like to me, as a slasher, he's completely ambidextrous. Maybe he needs to finish a little bit better with his left hand, but in terms of driving direction, you cannot guess one way or another. You can go left on the first step as well as you can go right. And that's really important. So things like that really stand out to me. I, I, I really like him. He's a top 50 recruit, somebody who I've been watching since early last summer when he was a sophomore. And he's just completely progressed naturally, as you would expect a sophomore to junior. And hopefully he'll do the same as a junior to senior. Should be a power five recruit pretty safely. Some other names that you might hear. I don't think this player is actually in in Peach Jam right now, but uh, Jace Richardson, son of Jason Richardson. You've got uh, Jace Posey. Um, you've got a lot who's a son of Jason, uh, excuse me, James Posey. And then DJ Wagner, who is Dewan Wagner Jr. If you remember Dewan Wagner, I think he was a lottery pick back in the early 2000s. Just a ton of these alumni. And then also, if you're a college basketball fan, just staying in the family, this isn't the same. But uh, if you know Zakai Ziegler, at Tennessee, his brother has played very well. Armani Ziegler has played very well in the Peach Jam right now. And I, I, I had a tweet, I guess Tennessee fans found it and it went viral, um, that he is just really fun. I mean, Zakai is fun too. So again, I'm going to say it probably every segment. The apple doesn't fall far from the tree, but I really like Armani Ziegler, a little bit bigger than Zakai, who's 5'9". Uh, so that's a big help, but just sees the, the game in such a natural way. Really excited to see him. He'll be a top, you know, power five recruit. I uh, could see him going to Tennessee with his brother or something like that. Who knows how it will play out. Don't want to predict that. But Jace Posey, somebody else. I mean, he's a high jump champion, if I'm not mistaken, in Texas. Really, really skilled in just overall 
a great, I, I love his shot. I love his athleticism. And I love that combo at six, four and being a junior, I think he'll probably grow because his dad was pretty tall. So I could see him being a power five wing as well. Somebody to know for the 2024 NBA draft, obviously I'm going way out here. Like the 2022 draft happened literally a month ago tomorrow on Saturday. And I'm already out here going two years in the future. So I see why, you know, it's sometimes easy to lose sight of that. But the reason it's so important is that NBA teams do scout these players early and often. I mean, they're out there. You hear of phenoms, right? Like in the, as freshmen, NBA teams are out there. They want to know what these guys are about. Is it something that's translatable? I mean, for example, Mikey Williams is somebody who is very popular, has been popular now for like two or three years. I think he's about to be a senior or junior. NBA teams have had their eyes on him since he was in middle school whenever he emerged because they want to know, hey, is this legit? Whether it's fair or not, who's to say? But NBA teams do deep high school scouting. Uh, They kind of keep it on the down low. That's why when you look at why are players drafted higher than they normally should based on college, uh, two examples that recently have come to mind in the last three years, and uh, I've gained reputations for not being huge on them, but like just to give the other side, Cam Reddish was somebody who I actually loved his game until he went to Duke, where he was great in the FIBAs. Um, He was really good for Team USA, was a high school superstar. Teams had their eyes on him for a while. And then you also look at Peyton Watson more recently, who was another high school superstar, kind of got screwed over by COVID, I would say. I think it's kind of fair to classify that as uh, it's getting the short end of the stick. But even though he averaged three and three on 30-something percent shooting, uh, he still went first round because teams were willing to forgive a bad situation, which it was. Uh, there's no denying that. They were willing to give, forgive that situation and say, hey, we saw what he did in high school. He has this ability. He has this ability. It didn't work in college. Maybe it was the situation and maybe having a low pressure situation, we can develop him how we want. Imagine if, you know, this was a trial, the UCLA year. He's still very young. will be 20, I think, by the end of his rookie year. So you have a lot of room to work with. You can use that as a professional development year and maybe reestablish what you saw in high school. So that is why it is so important um, to really understand the value of high school basketball. Like, yes, it, it sounds like, you know, you're, you're trying to look into a crystal ball now, but at the end of the day, it gives them a lot of room to work with it. You think about just going down the, the tree, right? College coaches are there. A ton of college coaches that are peach jam right now, which again, that's the biggest program, uh, excuse me, event in high school basketball far and away. And it's uh, just out in Savannah, Georgia. And it is, uh, you have all these college coaches trying to see guys. I mean, there's the 15 and unders that's years away. I mean, those are kids that are about to be sophomores in high school. Like they're underclassmen, uh, I think would be the lower classmen's the right term for that. They're trying to see what they can work with any skills as they progress, say, Hey, we saw you did this as a freshman. Can we get this back? Stuff like that. And that's the same thing with college, right? They or, excuse me, the NBA, they see, Hey, you didn't do this in college, like Peyton Watson, but you did it in high school. Can we unlock that? And is that a real skill? And then it was just hidden because things get hidden all the time. You look at Kentucky, Kentucky is a place where it's very easy to hide guard skills. Tyrese Maxey, uh, a ton of others I'm blanking on off the top of my head, but you hear about the Kentucky guards always being hidden. Uh, De'Aaron Fox is probably the other one I was thinking of, but uh, it's a common thing. So, you know, NBA teams, that's how they do their research. They have to see these guys. The film isn't that much. Luckily, the EYBL and the AAU stuff is pretty readily available for NBA teams to use, but there's still a ton that is not available. I mean, the high school games, these guys who they play only on national TV, that's all they got to work with. They don't get to see the 
the gritty, you know, regular season games that aren't all that exciting. But uh, one other player, now that I'm off that little uh, soapbox, one player, speaking of young players that I really liked, Jasper Johnson, uh, he's on the 15U. I think he's the best player I've seen so far. He's somebody you have to remember. Um, he's on the, if I'm not mistaken, I think he's on the all Ohio team who I want to talk about as well in a little bit. Um, but Jasper actually just today, uh, got offered by Alabama again, he's about to be a sophomore and is already doing this. Like, and this comes right after he just went against an Alabama team. He had 30 points, eight assists, three rebounds, three steals, had a blowout win. Uh, he plays for team Thad EYBL and they have a great history. It's a team sponsored by Thaddeus Young of the, uh, I, I don't even know which team he's on now. I know he was on the Spurs, I think the Raptors now, technically. Uh, I don't know if he's a free agent or what, but um, he, they have some good talent on their 17 and under team. They have uh, Caleb Foster, for example, is uh, somebody who I want to talk about in just a moment, but quick, uh, quickly just let a word from our sponsors get in here as well. So thank you for making Locked On NBA Big Board your first listen of the day. Again, my name, Richard Stamen, known as at Mavs Draft on Twitter. Uh, keep going over some of the high school games in the EYBL. I'm going to do a little bit of rapid fire here. So I uh, already talked about Jasper Johnson, Gigi Jackson, Bronny James, but uh, there's some other players who I really have liked so far in my watching. So I'll start with the Ohio team. I, I left off there. I started with the 15 unders, but uh, you look at Dalen Swan from I guess he's from Ohio. I don't really know what parts, but he's a top 70 recruit, really athletic, just glides in the air, not like an explosive athlete, but he just stays in the air forever. And uh, that's always really intriguing to me. I'm a really big fan of him. I think he's got the tools that you want to work with, has a good jump shot. Um, I, I like him. I think he's somebody who is going to emerge as an NBA prospect one day. There's also, um, you also have George Washington, who is uh not to be confused with the president from the 1700s, but he is a really good playmaker. Uh, hasn't exactly produced a ton in terms of scoring. Uh, went up four of 11 in yesterday's game, but uh, still is doing well. And then also uh, there's been just a couple of guys sprinkled around here. Laurent Rice, Devin Royal, just want to give them a shout out. They've all been pretty solid. Uh, that whole team, if you get a chance to watch the all Ohio team and there's a live stream on uh, the EYBL site, if you just type in Nike EYBL, it should be the first thing. You can watch these games through the weekend. Highly recommend it. Uh, and I don't know, if, I can't remember if they're on demand, but I've been watching a lot of them live um, and through other resources I have. So if you get a chance, go ahead and watch them. I think it's really fun. Um, George Washington's a really good playmaker, uh, really just high basketball IQ, strong feel for the game, uh, kind of runs in the name, I guess, of just intelligent people. But uh, Dalen Swan is another guy from that, uh, that Ohio team. Caleb Foster has really been impressive, even though he's not been efficient. Again, kind of mentioned him a minute ago. Caleb Foster was on team Thad, uh, 17 and under. I got to see him in May against Jacoby Walter, uh, which Jacoby Walter, I oh, speaking of actually, he's been great. Didn't know he committed to Baylor, but really athletic wing uh, shooting guard who can do just about anything, needs to improve his jump shot, but uh, had seven steals in the game two days ago. Really impressed with him, but Caleb Foster in a game that featured Jacoby Walter, who's a top 25 recruit in the same class. Caleb Foster was the best player on the court. I really like his jump shot. I uh, just really think he's he's skilled. He's silky smooth and just around the rim. Yeah, he's not the most efficient. I don't think he's really had many games over 50% shooting this tournament, but at the same time, 
you're looking for the flashes of skill and Caleb Foster passes out with flying colors. I, I think it's probably the best or second best point guard in this, uh, in this tournament right now. So really impressed with him. Also, Justin McBride, who is uh, actually, we just a well personal note, he goes to Plano Senior High in, in just north of Dallas. That's actually where I went to high school, and that's uh, the same high school as Rex Burkhead. Uh, I don't know what team he's on in the NFL now, but he plays in the NFL, was a Nebraska uh, star. We never have high school uh, talent really in sports coming out, so always really cool to see that, but uh, on a more basketball evaluation level, he's a pretty skilled forward who has a really good jump shot, has been taking some step backs, things like that, and just has been getting shot blocking, uh, plays for Drive Nation out in Dallas. Really impressive. Um, I like him a lot. I think he's somebody who's going to really skyrocket on these recruiting boards because of his EYBL performance. In a packed gym yesterday, he was the best player on the court. So uh, that's always really impressive. Tons of college coaches, just a lot of fans were there. Really good atmosphere for him to thrive in. And then you also have uh, Sammy uh, Yane, who is he just got an offer from Florida, kind of the same thing, skilled forward, uh, about the same height, same frame, just does a lot. You look at the guard skills and that really stands out. But uh, the last two players I want to talk about are actually stars in this, in their recruiting class. Uh, DJ Wagner, who is listed as the number one uh, prospect for the 2023 class. I have some concerns with him. I don't see him as my number one player. Uh, I actually don't know who it would be off the top of my head, but it's not him. Uh, it's not a knock on him. It's just, you know, when you look at number one, you want to find somebody who generally doesn't have a ton of holes in his game. And I feel like DJ Wagner, he just doesn't dominate the way number one players do. Uh, I think his jump shot's a little bit slow. It's going to affect him as he progresses up the chain. If he can speed that jump shot up, he's 17, so it's prob probable he will. Uh, that would do a lot for him. Uh, I think you're looking at a, a good player who's definitely going to make the NBA, but I just don't think he's like a star based on what I've seen right now. Uh, just not all in on him like a lot of other people are. But generally, the thing that's is saving grace is he's so fast. He separates really well. He can generate quick offense, which is a trait of stardom is the how, you know, seven seconds or less generation or like a famous drill if you played basketball growing up uh, is, hey, three dribbles score on me. And you play one-on-one -on -one and you, you only get a few dribbles. He can easily succeed in that. That's really helpful. But in a team environment, need to just see him dominate a little bit more. Uh, need the jump shot to be better. The other guy who I really like is Cohen Carr. I saw him in the, uh, I think it was called the Hoop Hall Showcase or something like that back in April, March, February, maybe even. I really like him. He is, he is like, I, I really don't even know the right word for it, but he is just perfectly NBA ready body. Um, he is super athletic uh, and he stands at 6'7", 200, just all muscle. It's just absolutely huge. Jump shot needs to get better, but it is getting better, but it's just not there yet. And can be really strong on defense, good rebounder. Uh, again, you're going to just dominate scoring at the rim. I mean, I, I always think of it. He's not, a, he's not this player at all, but like just the way he navigates around defenses with his frame reminds me of the below the rim finishing that Zion Williamson has. It's just great touch, all that stuff. Uh, I'm not saying that because I think they're both lefties, but um, you know, I don't, uh, I don't want to just say that because of that, but generally the touch and the frame combination is really lethal. And Cohen Carr is a great athlete, nowhere near Zion because Zion's one-on-one in that regard. But uh, ultimately I, I've been really impressed with him. So uh, those are some of the standouts from the EYBL Peach Jam. 10 out of 10 recommend watching it. There's also the Under Armour and Adidas. You can generally watch those on the sites. But thank you so much for listening to Locked On NBA Big Board ahead of the long weekend, or excuse me, just the weekend. 
Uh, nothing special coming out on the other side, but really appreciate you listening. Raphael should be back next week. If not, you're stuck with me again. But uh, again, you can follow me on Twitter at Mavs Draft if you don't already. Thank you so much for listening, though. Have a wonderful weekend and rest of your day.